online, on digital, and on 88 and 91 FM. BBC Radio 2. Russell Brand. That's Kenny Rogers and Dolly Parton, Islands in the Stream. One can only imagine what they mean by that. I'd like to How dedicate lovely. that to Daisy Pop. It's very uplifting bit of music, really, ain't can't it? Can't rock and roll all the time, can you? We can't constantly be rocking and rolling. We'll do ourselves a terrible mischief. Though geographically, I can't begin to comprehend what an island in a stream might be. Why would that ever happen? Well, it's a thing island? that you know, like stepping stones. <laughs> that's not an island, that's a stepping stone. I'm Russell Brand, this is the Russell Brand Show, we're listening- we're, we're not listening, that's obvious from the way we conducted ourselves. <laughs> You're listening to Radio 2, I'm here with Matt Morgan, he's in charge of all manner of switches. You alright then, mate? Yes. Seem upbeat enough, there's an email, or it's a textual message, it's come through to me, it goes, I've just seen the latest pics from the show, Matt, do you pluck your eyebrows? This is from a person who hasn't even got the- NOUSE! To name themselves, but do you pluck your I eyebrows? Don't. People often accuse me of it because I they're arched. Might be, Matt. They're arched, don't they? Perhaps like... it's because of your enormous femininity. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> your unsettling femininity. My butch. You should. I know you should. Butch eyebrows. I should, yeah, I'll give them a going over at some point. Kev Trevor Locks over here. Kevin. <laughs> I don't know Kevin who these Locke. people are in here, but they're, they're all, they all seem very nice, pleasant young men. Are you alright, Trev? I'm alright, yes, very well indeed. Really? Upbeat. I know, why is that? Is it because it's Saturday night? Probably no. you'll think it's to do with the moon. It could be to do with the moon. I don't know, mm. I don't think it's to do with the moon. I think it's because I'm over the January blues. Trevor attributes all manner of things to the moon, and don't try to cook up some January blues and then try and do some jitterbug-style song about it, like I'm turning this into a barbershop quartet. It's a January blues, doo-ba-doo-ba-doo. Don't do it, Trev! We nearly got sucked into it then! Sorry. Christ, you've got to be so careful with this, lad. attributed to the moon, though. Tides, ladies. Yeah. I don't attribute ladies to the moon, mates. Some I'll, ladies actually. I'll take the credit for them. <laughs> now listen, we've got all sorts of important things to talk about. We do this lovely thing, it's called, uh, Cry For Help. You can never remember it. I know, <laughs> it's a shame, because it's a catchy title, and it's a lovely item, it deserves better, frankly. Cry For Help, where if you've got a problem, ring us up, we will literally solve it. We've solved, over the last couple of weeks, we've solved more problems than I'd care to mention, but even if it was just one, I wouldn't care to mention it. <laughs> uh, how many problems have we actually solved? Six. So one fella wanted a date, he couldn't remember the name of the woman, we found out that woman's name using skill. Turn your phone off, Trevor! And then, like, so they're now in love, we'll probably talk to him later. There's another fella who was given an errant sex book gift. In fact, he gave a sex book as a gift as a secret Santa. We've managed to reconcile him with his workmates. We haven't done anything, actually, with that one, have we? That was no. just a lie, but he did do well, We have helped a lot of people. We've helped a lot of people. Some fella was doing a panto in Toulouse, he's been helped. If you need help, we'll help you. Email us, russell.brand at bbc.co.uk, or you can call 0500-288-291. Even if we don't help you today, leave your number, right, because in a couple of weeks we might have to pre-record shows, it'd be really good to have your details, otherwise there won't be people calling and it'll be weird. Now, I've got <laughs> lots of things to talk to you about, right, there's some of them, you don't know about this, uh, Matt or Trevor. I've been down the old osteopath today. Oh, no. I knew that. Oh, right. It's nice down there. We've, like, Matthew and I have found ourselves, we both see the same osteopath, we found ourselves vying it. for very, we went at a similar time. I mean, sort of like vying for supremacy oh, over who the osteopath likes best. And now I've, I've started- I'm not even trying, mate. I've begun a dirty war, let me tell you. I've, I've you, really I never talk about it, yeah. Don't you? you don't I've mentioned you. 
dimension. I say nice with himself. He's very flexible, isn't he? Because when <laughs> talk about my spine. Well, you've not what even else am I going to talk about with him? Of osteopathy-based conversations. Me and him were talking about a range of topics now. Gavin, the osteopath. Oh, no, I talk about on. with him. I talk about all sorts of stuff. But when it comes back to me, you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, we just what? go. He's got a nice spine, isn't he? Lovely spine. <laughs> what can you say about the guy? Nothing else. He's got a lovely spine. Well, as a matter of fact, Matthew, you might be interested to know that I've told him about what a hypochondriac you are. I know you told him that. That's bad. I'm yeah, really that hammering bad. it home. I'm it doesn't matter because he do not take his problem seriously. He, I, I go there and he f cracks. There's things happen. So if if I'm a hypochondriac, well, have I got symptoms? You poor desperate. People go, you're such a hypochondriac. Why does my headache? Why are these things happening? Because you bring it on with your hypochondria. He makes those noises with his mouth. He goes, oh, Mr. Morgan, fiddle. Oh, what a lovely spine. It's a miracle you could got to the surgery in that state, you poor sod. So, anyway, but this is the crux of the situation today. I went in to see the osteopath. It went quite nice. I had a massage first off of, right, was it? Australian lady. No, he's a man. He was called Morris, and he had the air what? of sort of the sort of fella that might train Rocky. That's right. the air he had. He weren't actually him, but he had the air of someone who might train Rocky, a, a grizzled boxing trainer, very charming, very gentle, easy to be with, and an air of humanity and warmth about him. But still, this uh, Rocky trainer thing. <laughs> There's one bit where he was doing me a nice bit of massage, and like he stretched my arms out, and, and I, my arms brushed his genitals. Oh. Like you know, where like sort of you're flat, yeah. face down, prostrate, and he like, stretched my arm out, pulling it. He was pulling my arm out, sort of into him, and my sort of. He did it on my purpose. Fingers. I guess. <laughs> I, I really like to think that he didn't. Could it be an accident, though? Really, he's pulling it. <laughs> That's true. That's like when you, know. you have a haircut and your yeah. your elbow brushes their groin. Your elbow brushes their groin. Yep. Your elbow. Your elbow. What, <laughs> what kind of lives do you? Boys and then you try and pull your arms in and think, oh god. Yeah. The is. elbow thing's happening. The elbow thing is happening. What did you say to him when it happened? I didn't mention it. I thought you can't be entirely sure that these collection of lumpy objects beneath his trousers are his genitals. <laughs> oh, cheeky! Perhaps there's a cluster of tumours. I tried to convince myself as <laughs> oh. a mass use. That's horrible. I know. Then, right, I noticed that. Like, now listen. I, earlier in the day, was eating a trifle in bed, <laughs> and some of that trifle fell on my pristine uh, white Y-fronts. Now, there was- such this... an obvious lie. <laughs> it's not a lie! This is truth! I had trifle stains! Who eats trifle? <laughs> I do, my nan used to give me, I like it. Where'd so you get I... it from? Because you don't cook it. I get it down Mark. don't cook a trifle! I got it down Mark's, didn't I? Other shops are available, probably other <laughs> trifles and all. And I dropped some trifle on my pants, and some on the back of my pants. That's- uh, <laughs> What an excuse! <laughs> what? <laughs> now, I, I didn't. I was getting on really well with the osteopath, but I didn't want to mention. I had these obvious stains on my pants. What are you doing in your pants? Because I'm having osteopathy. I've had the massage in the same place, then nipped to the next room. I goes, actually, I'm not going to bother putting my co clothes back on. Can I dart up the corridor still in my pants? He goes, well, let me close the front door of the building because I've. <laughs> <laughs> what? Who are you, Elvis? <laughs> <laughs> Let's pull the shutters down for this. <laughs> you always do. This is that. a pretty big deal. You can't be normal. We have to run around with his pants on. <laughs> Knowing full well you've got trifle marks on it. I just thought, don't act embarrassed, because I know it's trifle, and hopefully they'll think, if this was some sort of bodily secretion, he, no one would be that confident. No one. So I thought, you know, but I didn't want to mention, oh, by the way, what that's trifle, because then it sounds like a lie. Was it like hundreds and thousands and no, custard? No, no, more the custard. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's disgusting. And then some, uh, then a demarcation of the fruit also on the... 
More? Rear. Well, like, you know, the, the bottom of trifle. I don't know if you know what how trifle done works. With Top layer green, then custard, <laughs> then sort of red fruits. Red fruits yeah, of the same. forest. Oh, dear. It didn't look good. But, like, you know, he was very gracious about it and it didn't come up as a topic. So I got through the, the whole of that osteopathy thing, actually, and managed to, if anything, come out of it of smelling of roses. <laughs> Whereas you, Matthew, don't look at I don't think you'll be popular down at osteopaths. Why? The receptionist listens to this program and I think you're coming out of it pretty badly. Why? What have I done? Well, it's just the way you carry on all the, uh... They love me down there. They let me take my bike in, put it in the little massage room. <laughs> I don't think they treat you like a simple lad. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> that poor backwards fella. I bet they don't charge you. <laughs> <laughs> Here he comes with his bicycle. I think my bicycle needs a massage this week. Don't get oh, smoky. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> he well, answers questions you went with there. that bill. You went there and had a tantrum and stormed off. I didn't- <laughs> I said, yeah. That's what they told me about that. They go, oh, your friend Russell's here, he, but Gavin wasn't here, and we had to have someone else, so he went, oh, I don't want the massage, and <laughs> stormed off home. I did, not only did I storm off home, like, on the way home, I decided to move to America. That was a decision <laughs> I made in my mind. Well, these osteopaths don't work, I can't live here anymore. I, I reneged on that decision quite quickly. I, I saw it as an overreaction on the journey, but nonetheless, yeah, there was a moment. Yeah, listen, don't criticise me for that. Other things that I might tell you about over the course of the show is, I see Richard Maidley today, other important <laughs> thing. He just drove by and then there was a moment of conversation. I'll tell you about that later. So why don't you call us 0500 288 291 and leave us details and stuff like that because we want to talk to you about your intimate and personal problems. We were telling you about this woman who we helped who was getting ogled in a swimming pool by subaquatic perverts looking upward. We'll tell you about how we solved her plight. I think she's going to be back on the line telling us how our advice has helped her yeah, really? life. Oh, that's yeah, that's good. We've helped people. We're doing genuine good here. Genuine it is. <laughs> Later on in the show, there will be a chat with Noel Gallagher. Please remind us to do that because uh, he's back from his holiday <laughs> now. And I've chatted to him. He's got all sorts of views and opinions. I've never Has heard he? him so bullient and bellicose. Oh, he's back to his best. He really is. So, uh, yeah, that'll be happening later. Will we do anything else? Have you two got anything? Have you bought any content? Any ideas? Either of you? Oh, I've got some paper out. Lovely paper. You are a bright, bright boy. Why don't we listen to. Oh, we're listening to Private L, the jam. Go on in, Matt. Bang it in, all professional like. Lovely old Paul Weller in the jam doing Private L. I wonder, oh, Private L, nice. You listen to Russell Brand. Oh. I, I just wanted to say, I wonder what Private L is like, but people don't like it if after every track you do some analytical thing Ooh, of the track. What people? Who doesn't like it? Was it was described to me once, I was, when I did an old job on another radio station, and someone goes to me, don't always go, like, well, no, this is an example of it being bad, right? I go, Private Hell? Well, let me tell you what my private hell is. It's being locked up with all these Labradors and they're clawing at me. Something like that. What's wrong that's, with that's you? That's the voice. What? I think it's an interesting anecdote. It's just the voice <laughs> that put me off. It's not an anecdote, Chef. That never happened. Oh, right. If I, if I found myself with the Labradors, I'd get on fine with those little guys. <laughs> Dear Russ and Trev and that, says Craig in Liverpool. That? That's me. Oh no, it says Matt. What's wrong with trifle? <laughs> question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark. This man is using the inter interrogative in the extreme. My mum makes it all the time and it is an amazing form of dessert. Matt was making it sound like some old person's way to happiness. If you have <laughs> trifle on your pants, be proud of it. It's an amazing achievement. Thank you, Craig. You are it's a sensible and beautiful young very man. Very silly. You must have a balloon animal in your pocket. <laughs> <laughs> well, in a manner I have, Matthew. Yeah. That crazy little guy gets me into all sorts of scenarios. 
So, um, here's a person, and in fact it's two perpens. <laughs> Listen, if that's not a word yet, it is now. Bye, Jingo. <laughs> now, there's a context. Uh, right, this is from someone called Love Lane Cake. Wow. Oh, she goes, Russell, what? did you know there is a man, yes, a man, in a play in Stratford? The play, I believe, is The Merry Wives of Windsor. That's a Shakespeare one. And she goes, uh, there's a man blatantly dressed up as you and acting as you. They're using uh, your look in a, as a Shakespearean character. Lots of love, genuine love to all of you, especially Trevor. Why would she say a thing like that? Could you do me a big atmospheric R and shout out to my fellow Russell lover, Flicky? Flicky, hello, love. So, uh, what I don't know about this artificial atmospheric R. Atmospheric R. All of us go R. But uh, 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 uh. I'm just contacting you for my own personal advantage, she says. What an inter but then this is confirmed by another person called Lucy. Hello, everyone. I recently went to see Merry Wives of Windsor, blah, blah, blah. Someone who looks like Russell and singing. I, I found it confusing. Why have they done this? <laughs> Russell. <laughs> What's going on? See? So something's happening in Stratford. What are we going to do? That's my identity they're no. using. Well, you, you transcend that now. You're an icon. I've become an icon. Yeah, worth, what yeah. tremendous news. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God. You well, can't copyright. You're not Mickey Mouse. No, I suppose I'm not. Although I am recognisable in silhouette. You see, like how Matt Groening said you have to be. What? Matt Groening says good characters have to be recognisable in silhouettes. That's quite good. It's a good idea, isn't it? Yeah. Bart, Homer, Marge, Mickey Mouse, Batman, recognisable in silhouette. Charlie Chaplin, recognisable in silhouette. I don't feel well today. <laughs> now, um, we've got some important things to discuss, and one of those important things is this woman, Lucy. We spoke to her and of her last week at her local swimming baths, which she, for some reason, unbeknown to us, can only attend on a Wednesday. She gets pervert, swimming underneath her, wearing goggles, looking at her beautiful flesh, moving with the uh, motion of the water, the aquatic roll, the lull, the gentle feminine swirl of flesh. But Trevor, stop that! <laughs> so, I wish I could tell you what that was. <laughs> but So, uh, I think Lucy might be on the line to tell us how our brilliant advice went. Lucy, are you there? I am. How did our brilliant advice went? <laughs> <laughs> how did it go? Um, well, we didn't really follow any of it. Why? What was it? What? We can't be expected to remember. <laughs> Since then, we've consumed a thousand right, experiences. Right on your stomach. Stop looking at me, you pervert. <laughs> well done, Matthew. That was our advice. So why didn't you do it, Lucy? Um, several reasons. Well, name nine. <laughs> <laughs> One of them is that we wear black swimming costumes that cover our stomach, so that would... That. You wow. filthy animals. I bet you wear stockings in that pool. <laughs> Suddenly I'm on the side of the perverts. Yeah. In fact, I always was. Go on, alright. So you wear black swimming costumes, you can't write on that. You could have done it with Tipex, but go on. We could have done, yeah, but that's not a good I suppose so, yeah, yeah. Um, the other advice was shave our body hair, was it? I think we might have said not something. not remove our body hair. Oh no, leave the leave body on, hair. Leave, leave it, it Leave it. Leave it. Yeah, you don't want to do that, uh, no? while, Suffer or... the consequences. Alright, so what's happened? You've been swimming since. What's been going on, Lucy? Um, well, they were still up to the old trick that they were every week. Right. And, um, <laughs> we just carried on giving them dirty looks. Dirty looks? That's not a technique. They're not scud missiles <laughs> of the body language world. <laughs> i tell you what you need to do is a wee. A wee? Just wee. Relax uh, and wee. I so don't know whether they'd notice that, though. Oh, they would if they've got that special chemical that turns it blue. That doesn't <laughs> exist, Trevor. That's a myth. Oh, a right. dirty yeah. myth. You believe that E.T. actually happened, as does Matt Morgan. What you want to do is drink lots of vitamin-rich uh, drinks and milk and pungent alcohol. Like Baraka. Perno, that makes it cloudy. What, darling? Perno makes it cloudy. Yeah, get out of your head on Perno, then you'll probably have it <laughs> off with them anyway. <laughs> and, and then the problem will remarkably just end. Swimming drunk must be weird. I've tried swimming drunk. 
very dangerous. We, we've it? done swimming drunk. Remember when we used to throw that lad in the swimming pool when we were <laughs> we were drunk then? <laughs> so it wasn't an ongoing thing. Oh yeah, only happened once. <laughs> he drowned. <laughs> no, he didn't. No, he's all right. He's fit as a fiddle. That lad. He should be. One of his parents is a gladiator. The other one's a lap dancer. What better genes could any lad <laughs> have? For heaven's sake! Yeah, that was just when me and Matt were making the television program. There was one bit. There was a swimming pool. We were throwing this lad into the swimming pool, like for his own amusement. Then there came a very definite point where it stopped being about the lad's enjoyment and me and Matt challenging how far we could throw that lad, <laughs> as if he were just some sort of object or human javelin. And then we realised that his skull was very fragile, and it led to all sorts of different injuries. An awkward moment where I urinated on. Some Coles in a sauna to impress him, but it was, did not impress him and very didn't nearly ended up becoming a policeman. You didn't like it, did you? Really? Acrid. Acrid stench. Never wee on the coals in a sauna. Never do that. We can say that from personal experience. Okay, so anyway, these perverts continue to gaze upwards at your glorious flesh today, then, Lucy. They did, yeah, and we, the, I don't really think we can change nights. You can't change it's nights. It's only open Monday to Wednesday, mm. and very we restrictive. go twice a week, so Council, if we went it? on. Monday and Tuesday, then mm. we don't Why don't you go to a private swimming pool or something? She um, says she can't. She can't do that. Right. <laughs> Where would we get a private swimming pool? I don't know how it works. Health club, join a health one. club. Where do you yeah, live? The health club swimming pools are really small. Where do you yeah. live? In Birmingham. Oh, Why okay. don't you confront them on dry land? <laughs> that plan out the window? <laughs> confront them on dry land! Yeah, that's a good point. Although we British are a nautical people, you should take them on at sea, in the spirit of Nelson. <laughs> Plunge them, cannonball them in their gutty wups. I don't know, I mean... Swim I up know. and pull their trunks down. I've got a good idea. <laughs> pull down their trunks, also get out your boobs. Really, let's sex no, this up a don't bit. Don't do that. No. What will that do? Them. It wouldn't. It'll freak him out, I think. I don't think these people are sexually confident people. Not unless there were faces on the boobs or something. <laughs> faces on the boobs. Right, make the nipple the nose, and then do sort of eyes and a mouth with fangs, and like, do some sort of uh, paint on some blood. That would be a good idea. No. Make, the, make the nipple the eye, you're right. <laughs> Confront them on uh, uh, by the vending machines. Confront them by those vending machines. Lizzie, I begin to get the impression you don't want to be helped. We can't help you if you don't help us. No, the yeah? problem is that it's one of those situations where you're not quite sure whether that's actually what they're doing or whether they are just... See, this problem oh, diminishing. These are innocent oh, men. Oh, this is like the Guildford Four. They've done nothing wrong. Free those men. Let them look. You're a fantasist. You, pick, you are a problem. You are, <laughs> no, woman. We discuss it afterwards in the shower, and, and we just yeah, well, they were staring <laughs> at Jesus us. Christ, if you're having showers with these men, <laughs> no wonder they're looking at you as sex objects. Lucy, I think you are the problem here, and I need to, you need to check yourself before you wreck yourself, young lady. <laughs> right, there's no helping you. Do be, feel free to give us an update, but make sure that update involves you swimming in the nude. That's Lucy, everyone. Do you feel that we've helped you? No. Go that help noise that we'd like people to go, help, because that's part of the thing we do. Okay. Help! No, he shan't. You're the problem. <laughs> now be about your business, you filthy tease. Off she goes. There's old Lucy. Gone forever. We've helped her, though, in many ways. Mm. Wake up to herself, I think. Yeah. Matthew. Those poor guys. Those poor, poor, innocent perverts. Have they not <laughs> suffered enough? <laughs> if you've got a problem, perhaps you are a pervert. I'd be interested to hear from perverts. What gets them into that state? <laughs> uh, email us at russell.brand at bbc.co.uk or you can call us on 0500-288-291. We need lots of calls because remember, we might be off in a couple of weeks doing all sorts, so we need to get you phoning us. So bloody make an effort. And uh, phone 8 or text 8829. Should we listen? Um, 291. 8829. Right, let's listen to good old little Richard. Now, what happened? Didn't he go mad? I don't know. Well, we'll think about that while we listen to rip it up. <laughs> well, it's out of the night and I just got paid. Pull up on my money, don't I? Before I go to 
talking about sex? Are you talking about sex, Richard? If this is about sex, I think he is talking about sex. Of course he is. What else could it be? Oh, that was the age of it. He's talking about dancing. No, he's not. No, he's gonna rip it up, man. That's the kind of thing a dad thinks. Yeah, you square. Who's talking, Trevor? Mind you, Trev. Yeah, you are the squarest man in history, aren't you? You reckon? You reckon? Look at you. You're just an animated jumper, really. Oh, that's how you want to believe it. You you make Giles Brandreth look like D.D. Ramone. We've got we've got a text message here. It says, Russell, you have just made our night. Well, actually it says might, but I think they mean night. You have just made our might stroke night. We are driving back to my house after a first date, Ken and Deb, to make love. Oh, dear. Let's go and open it off. After a first date, what does that make you do? You get to... sexual anger about that, Matt? No, I actually thought you don't hear enough people called Ken anymore. <laughs> <laughs> That's the bit of information you honed in on out Ken, of that. There's Ken. some young people out there having sex. Ken is not young. Do you think Ken might not be young. No, he is young. Ken I think Deb. Deb's young. But Ken, <laughs> Ken sounds like he's in his sixties. <laughs> Ken, re re reconsider you maniac. All I hope is that they keep the radio on whilst they're doing it. Oh yeah. I want them to make love. Go to on, the sound Ken. Of us. <laughs> Debbie, for God's sake, be more bold, be more courageous. Oh, give it a try. Who cares? <laughs> Nothing's permanent. So uh, yeah, well done, Ken and Deb. That's a bloody sexy decision you've both made there. Here, look at this from Katie Popplewell, and if that's her real name, Katie Popplewell is the receptionist at the osteopath what me and Matt attend. Oh, really? Yep. And she goes, oh, hi there, Russell, Matt and Trevor. Nice to include you, seeing how your spine's still a raggedy, disgusting mess. <laughs> Looks like a scale electrics track. I'll tell you spine. what, I get compliments on my spine. <laughs> I go. do, I do. Go I off have of. off of people who see the way I sit. <laughs> people don't care about your spine, Trevor Locke, or the way you sit. Perched on a jury you are, probably, damning some other poor innocent. I was your receptionist today. Hello again. I'm listening in my room while doing my degree in osteopathy. Try and bloody concentrate, love. You'll never become one at that rate. Hope to see you running round in your undercrackers again soon. <laughs> Could be soon a new thing, love. If you put a phone number on this. <laughs> I'm joking! I'm joking! Come on! She's a professional woman. She sends us a hug each. Now, Katie, the real issue here is, who do you like best at the old practice? Is it me, a strapping, handsome young man with a lovely back, no, or this- pudding down oh. the <laughs> You may call it Pudding, Matthew. It's quite a sweet treat after a meal. <laughs> Matthew Morgan shuffling in there, very much the modern equivalent of John Merrick, the F elephant man. <laughs> oh, how kind of you! Can I park my bike? <laughs> they fixed me up. I don't go there anymore. I'm, I'm all fixed up. You don't even I'm go cured. there. Someone bounced in that contest. Katie, tell us who you like bestest. Trifle on your trousers. Oh, that's rude. I'm not reading that. How's it? But you should be ashamed of yourselves. How? I don't know. They don't are. Point either. at a piece of paper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Matthew, Matthew. Well, Neville Chamberlain had a war because of one. How do you possibly manage to get trifle on the back of your pants? Says an anonymous person. Well, because you've not named yourself, I'm certainly not answering that inquiry. Trifle looks suspicious, Russell. What is all these outrage? For me, an innocent man who wants nothing more than to help others. You've got sponge in it, trifle. Yeah, yeah. a bit of sponge. But it's Larry sponge that's soaked in liquid. It's a sponge based yeah, so People put booze in it sometimes. Oh, of God. <laughs> I can't have no delicious booze. I get it down with pants when I'm sober, for heaven's sake. Craft knows what state I'd be in. So, anyway, Matt, I just thought I might like to tell you, and you, Trev, and you, G, over there in the back of your room, and you, Mark, our producer, anonymous here, and you, Gareth, a pervert, I'd like to tell you all that earlier today I see Richard Madeley go by in a car and he looked nice and handsome and he sort of leaned out his window and went, hey, all right, Russell, like that, he was in a traffic jam, actually, and I went, all right, Richard, 
where's the beard? Because apparently he'd had a beard recently, yeah. and uh, it was a not nice exchange. Then I said to the person I'm with, should I have gone over and tried to carry that conversation on a bit? Definitely. Or was Do it alright just to leave no, it there? Definitely. Do you know what that uh, means as well? What? If you're white, you know, a gay man who has a wife, yeah. they call that his beard. Did you know? Oh my god, he thinks so, I think that he's, <laughs> Judy. he's married to Judy! <laughs> it's a sham! Oh no! What have I said? I did, I looked over and went, where's, where's the, the beard? beard? <laughs> and he went, I've just got rid of it, it wasn't working out. Oh, oh no! <laughs> Watch the tabloids! Watch the tabloids! Oh no, I don't think that happen? together. Yeah, it really did happen. I thought maybe I should have carried on the Was he driving longer. himself? He was driving himself nuts with gay lusts <laughs> from the sound of this analysis. <laughs> he had some other people in the back of the car. Children, when I think his of kids. It, it was Mark Ullman <laughs> <laughs> and Jimmy Somerville. Oh no. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Those guys were pretty happy about something. <laughs> what it was. There was stuff flying out the sunroof. There's the line. Come on. Okay. Come along. <laughs> then I went to the osteopath and the whole trifle saga began. So, what okay. about the osteopath too much. I like it. I'm just trying to blend. I'm just making sure I win this arms race. And another thing, right? Since I started going to a personal trainer, which Matt tried to belittle and feminise just because there is a Swiss ball involved, Swiss balls that he later admitted in a private conversation to me, he'd seen butch fellas down his gym using. Didn't you? It's Didn't how you? you use it, though. Well, I cuddle mine. Is exactly. that wrong? <laughs> You've got a face on your <laughs> Patricia, I call her. And anyhow, you admit to me it's all right to have that Swiss ball. And right, because I've started going personal training, and only because I've started going no. personal training, he's training to become a killer, aren't you? <laughs> oh, no. He's having killer lessons. I'm having lessons in a martial art. A lethal martial art. Which not like a proper one. Like is it? It's Krav Maga. Not one of them ones where they go, ah, oh, but of course, you only ever use this in a situation when it's a last resort, and mostly it's so about this union. Is what, this is what, kick people's heads in down the boozer. <laughs> Not it's, even uh, down the booth. It's what bouncers learn. Bouncers learn it. Oh, those it's bastions of, of <laughs> violence on the they, they, they use violence arbitrarily sometimes, the old bouncer community. We've suffered at their hands enough. I know. Remember in the old days when we didn't have no money in that and we was all on drugs and causing trouble in clubs? You they were, were always hounding us. I was merely standing next to you. Yeah, I know. You was a good friend in them days. Yeah, no, I'm gonna get fit. It's a way of getting fit. It's not gonna get fit and then I'll elbow people's eyes into you the back of You used to do kickboxing with me. That is a gentleman's sport. <laughs> the art it wasn't of the way you did it. <laughs> no, I did it in hot pants. You're a woman's costume. <laughs> he, he used to wear a headband. We didn't need to wear a Rambo headband. I look like nice army headband. Tied oh, nice. around his hair. I look like Billie Jean King. I was <laughs> 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 oh, very dashing in that headband, I was. Yeah. You look like Jane Fonda when she went to Vietnam. That's the best bit of Fonda, that and Barbarella, when she had some good old principles before she married Ted Turner. Much mind you, I don't know anything about this, so I won't condemn it. Now, who's uh, this on the phone that we've got? It's uh, a person, no doubt. Hello, are you there? If you're a person on the phone, it's you. Are you there? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> darling, how could <laughs> I ever have been rude to you? What's your name and are you a Sesame Street character? <laughs> uh, I'm called Rian. Rian? Yeah. What's up, my love? Because, uh, you seem to have a problem, because that is the nature of this item that you call with a problem. I'm just wondering what that problem is. Um, well, uh, I'm a vegan. Right. Oh. That's not the problem. Oh. That's not a problem. Um, it's Trevor. That's a good principal sorry. step. Sorry, I misunderstood. Yeah. Um, but my, uh, boyfriend told me when he was in the country, he went to watch a fox hunt and he went bird shooting. 
Oh my god, the man's what? an animal Bird worse than Hitler. He I shot know. birds and went on a fox hunt. He watched the fox hunt. Yeah. How, where were they hunting How can you the watch fox? One, that you it goes, past it? goes everywhere, doesn't it, Matthew? It must have been taking place, what, like on a tennis court? He yeah, maybe he watched it from his horse. <laughs> <laughs> While firing a gun at him, <laughs> giggling and fingering himself. Oh, oh no, not on Jesus' planet. So, um, okay, then, uh, Rian. So he's gone off shooting birds. And, and, at uh, the very least, watching foxes get killed. Possibly, we don't know, there could have been some self-involvement. What do you feel about this, darling? Um, I, I don't know, really. I'm what is this echoey chamber from where you're contacting us? Is that all right? <clears throat> is that better? You sound like you're in a catacomb. <laughs> you sound like you're an extra in I, Claudius, and you're conspiring to kill the Emperor. <laughs> Are ya? Um, no. Of course you're not. Now, if you understood even a fifth of that rubbish, I'll give you a shiny new rosette. Now, um, so, okay, so what, you're worried about whether to continue the relationship, whether to become a hunt saboteur, what is your dilemma, darling? Uh, I don't know whether I should still go out with him or not. No, nor no, do I. split up. Split up with him. Because he's like killing animals and that just for a laugh. That can't be right, can it? Right. Just for a laugh? I mean, think if there is a universal consciousness, <clears throat> perhaps if we are all one energy, Killing things for a laugh can't be right. I mean, it's not even that nice to say, for example, call Trevor a twerp on account of his attire. But it's better than killing him for a laugh, which has occurred to me on several occasions, but I've never carried it out. So this boyfriend of yours, let's call him, what's his name, Adolf, was it? <laughs> no, Alex. Alex Suckling, <laughs> was it? <laughs> Alex, Alex the boyfriend. Right, mm, how old is he? Um... 17. Right, he's probably redeemable. He wasn't allowed on a fox hunt. He's lying. How, how, what, what, you don't sound like you're from the right class to have anyone in your life going on fox hunts. How has this happened? You snob. <laughs> what do you mean? I'm not pro <laughs> fox hunting. I'm just saying, she's ringing us up from a the women's prison. The fox hunting community, uh, <laughs> want to keep people, you, away. <laughs> well, so, well, something we're very proud of. Oh, listen, Rian, uh, we've got to work this out, and swiftly. So, your boyfriend, have you been with him long? Um, no, not very long. Right, and then suddenly, you're, you've been a vegan a little while, have you? Uh, about a year, but I was vegetarian before that. Right, and then you've upped the ante, yeah. but you've almost undone that good work by going out with like, someone who drapes himself in dead flesh yeah, just for a jolly. I thought you were vegetarian, so I thought he was the person to ask. Is he a vegetarian? I am a vegetarian, that's right, and uh, I'm happy to be your, uh, your touchstone in this issue. Now, let's work this right out. Tell me, what is the best thing about this lad, uh, Alex Sutcliffe? Um, I don't know, really. I'm struggling to think now. Have you slept with him yet? No. Oh, don't bother Knock it on the head. But have you, you talked to him about it, Rian? Have you said, look, why are you doing this? Why are you hunting foxes and shooting birds? Oh, he, said, he said he was anti-hunt, but I don't know. you sure that's what he said? <laughs> no. So you've talked to him about it? <laughs> Sorry? Have you talked to him about the problem you have? Um, no. I just told him that I was annoyed about it. You just said, that is, that, that's, no. that's talking that's about, talking about it, Rian, honestly. Yeah. Now, what you've got to do <laughs> is, has he got a car or anything he treasures and values? Um... <laughs> No. He doesn't value anything. He's a nihilist. He's a Buddhist, maybe. He's a Buddhist or a nihilist. But if, you, if he's a nihilist, you could go fox hunting. But not if you're a Buddhist. If you're a nihilist, you believe nothing's got no meaning. Then you oh, double negative, double negative. Then you could go fox hunting. But if you're Buddhist, you think, oh no, because that fox is mean mm. in a way, so I can't kill it. Trevor, you, but well, if you're a Buddhist, you believe in reincarnation, so it doesn't matter if you kill something and eat it, because it will come back in a better form anyway. So. Not necessarily. It might come back as like a, a fox in a nappy or something embarrassing. But we're all going to die, so you know it doesn't really matter how we die, does it? 
Or do we get chased by Trevor a fox? There. <laughs> Trevor, don't validate murder I'm not on our radio programme. Right, stop, oh, listen, right, you, this young lady needs a strong voice of reason, and unfortunately that's gonna be me. <laughs> now, stop going out of that pervert fox killer <laughs> at once, and uh, give him a good dressing down, go and find a nice vegetarian boyfriend, like, probably on a website called Vegetarians R Us. In fact, if you're a vegetarian boy, where do you live, darling? Uh, south of it. Where? South what? Woodford. South Woodford. Right, lovely girl from the East Essex way. What we'll do, we'll find her a nice fella. If you're a good vegetarian lad who's not into fox hunting, ring us or text us now, we'll fix you two up. Don't, oh, also, don't be a nut or something, because it would make our radio show look very bad if, you know, we got rid of a fox hunter and replaced it <laughs> with, for example, a murderer. So, um, yeah, so Rian, we're going to find you another boyfriend by the end of this show. Phone your bloke Alex, tell him that he's, uh, you're finishing with him because of his lack of principles, and then we'll sort it out. By the end of the show, we'll have your lovely new vegetarian boyfriend who may be a pervert. At this stage we can't guarantee that. But, uh, you know, so leave your number and let's move on with our lives. Alright, right, solved. Oh, oh, she oh never said go that. help, go help, go help. Help. Right, fine, that's it, she qualifies. <laughs> right, that's that problem dealt with. Why do you, you've set the bar quite high there. Have I? How? That's difficult, we've got to find her a, a partner. That won't be hard, will she, it? Maybe she could have changed that man. If she's a vegan, Matt, and she's ended up with a fox hunter, is she, her selection process is way out of kilter. She obviously Opposites just... attract, Russ, opposites attract. They could have not a magnetic a chemistry. <laughs> video where she ends up going out of a cartoon cat. This girl is a vegan <laughs> and she's going out of a fox hunter. What we've got to do is just find her a lad who's basically wouldn't kill a fox and then he's a step up the ladder, unless he's all crazy or something, and we'll vet him on air, alright? Let's have a listen to a good bit of the old... What are we listening to, Matthew? Spin Energy. Why not listen to Spin Energy? <laughs> 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 One of my favourite things to do. Do you want to have another go at saying that? Spin Energy. There we go. <laughs> Spin Energy, where's Captain Kirk? That's what they're wondering about. So, uh, you listen to Russell Brand and Matt Morgan and Trevor Lock on our radio programme that we do now. Dear Russ, I saw a stage production of A Christmas Carol recently and Jacob Marley screws his dead mate looked like you but with white hair. Kisses, Joanne. <laughs> I think that's just a coincidence. That, that, that is. I think you've maced yourself on him, haven't you, really? Ooh, I feel guilty about yes, things. Yeah. That's how he behaved. Dan from Manchester. Dearest Russ, Matt and Trev, on the webcam, life I'm watching like a pervert, I can see the back of what looks like Trevor Locke's head. But I kind of notice he's going bald. Is he? Have a look and see. That's it. Let's have a look, Trev. Are you going bald, Trev? He's no, not. I've got a helmet on, haven't I? Not a helmet, headphones. Trevor, you shouldn't have a Let's have a look. No, he's alright. Right, okay. I'd to go bald. I can't go bald. Yeah, I know, I'm worried about it. Let's just not do it. It's been a terrible way to carry on. Hey, Russ, Matt and Trev, love the show. Why didn't you change your pants? Please explain this, says an anonymous- Ah, oh, Selena. Uh, I just forgot. Just sort of like, you know, they weren't like- well, like it was loads of trifle. It weren't like oozing with trifle. Just it was a suspicious looking stain that he wouldn't notice and was too polite to mention. You've had worse on them, haven't you? What I don't understand is, was it a brightly coloured stain? It was sort of like- Did it- could it look some like of the human body? Some of the yeah, easily. Stuff. Oh, easily could have. I should have, you know, but by mentioning it, it would have looked like I was lying. I thought if I don't mention it, yeah. he'll just think, you know, it was just Because trifle just seems like a, a lie, doesn't it? Yeah, it does, but it's not, I can assure you. Now, this is Neil from somewhere called Largs. He says, join the mm. swimming club. I know, it's odd, isn't it? Join the swimming club. Everyone else is too busy to notice. I used to perv and I grew out of it. <laughs> <laughs> well done, oh, Neil. That's a sensible Do reaction. Do you think moved on to other things, though? Oh, no. <laughs> I've moved on to killing animals. <laughs> My, for my next project, it's gonna be a kidnap. Neil, please, put our minds at rest, we're terrified. The Birmingham men are innocent. Poor pervs. 
P.S. Trifle all the way. That's from Dan Leach. Thanks, Dan. Russell, even if it was a trifle, how did you get it on your pants? Well, just, I was watching the telly or something, and like, you know, sometimes I eat trifle in an extravagant manner. He lives like a little monkey. <laughs> he has the heating up <laughs> to a level that only a child would put it up to. <laughs> he just rats around in his little underpants. <laughs> I tried! in front of his bookcase, scratching himself. <laughs> <laughs> Takes a book, scampers back to his little room. <laughs> I've seen it, it's that nice. I do not You're not allowed to up. open the window or door. Don't let air in! <laughs> what do you think? That's where the microbes will get us! Where's my jars of urine? Morrissey, you've lost your tuxedo! What about when you used to have two types of milk? Milk that was good and you had soy milk. <laughs> and he had this cheap soy milk that for me... <laughs> what that was that? was delicious mat milk for, for Matt's enjoyment. Why you would resent having your own milk, you ungrateful, selfish Opening boy? Opening the cheap one. Oh, oh, this one's open. You might as well use this one. How <laughs> can I have that stuff? Don't look in there! <laughs> That's not for you! That's my dairy treasury! Things within there are not for your prying eyes! Keep away! Matt! <laughs> Why do you even buy a bad milk? You must be in the shop. Do you do your own shopping? Of course not! Well, so you it. go, get a cheap version of everything in case Lynn. Matt comes over. <laughs> Lynn, I'm expecting a visit from Matt now. <laughs> Would you mind awfully? Could you break these biscuits up a bit, please? <laughs> Just kick them about. <laughs> get those ridiculous pink ones that only happened in wartime. <laughs> Feed him them through the bars. He'll be content with those. Listen, mate, that actually was a coincidence or something. I can't be expected to justify my actions, particularly not when you're telling the truth. Now, what else have we got to worry about? Oh, yeah. I'll tell you this thing, because this might evoke a huge response from members of our planet. Now, any, I don't like it much, as what happened to me Hang today. Hang on a minute, <laughs> this is just noises. No, no, these are words. You have a look at the English dictionary, you'll find all of them in there. Not in any order that you might find coming tumbling out of my little mouth trap, but words they are nonetheless. Uh, anyway, Coleridge-Taylor, people like that jumbled up words, and why oughtn't I? So, uh, here's my point. I don't much care for it when a fella, burly type, goes up to you, and he'll say, right, such as what happened to me earlier today, he'll be describing a fight or a violent situation. This fella was, I like him, he's a lovely bloke, actually, I really think he's really nice. That's what made it all the more awkward. He's describing a violent encounter. Yeah, right, I'll tell you what happened. Right here, yeah, I've shoved him in the chest. Shoves me in the chest! I know what the words shoved him in the chest means. That immediately triggers for me You've an got image. Quite a low threshold for that sort of stuff. I don't like being <laughs> What do you mean? Why do you need to act out the shove in the chest? If you're telling someone a story where they get shoved in the chest, what you gotta shove me in the chest for? Bringing it to life for you. Just tell me, I'll understand. Say it's like a story about like I don't know, sort of some sort of odd genital contact or a brilliant, glorious work of art or a firework display. You can't act that out. Why have you got to act out these violent encounters? Hmm. I don't like to be shoved in the chest in this fashion. Who was this, Richard Maidley? <laughs> it was Maidley. <laughs> he, he clambered out of the car in his little denim shorts. Hot pants Hello, they were, Russell. really. We had a fight yesterday. And it was pretty rough stuff. I <laughs> shoved him. Gripped me round the waist like so. He spun me round. Before I knew it, my hot pants were on my head. <laughs> my beard was furious. <laughs> I think it's going to leave me. No, not the views of whatever this is we're on. Now, so this... <laughs> what? Well, Radio 2. We've got someone on the old telephone box. I believe it's a human being. It's called Jen. <laughs> Hello, Jen. Hi. Jen, what yeah. seems to be the trouble, my dear? Well, um, I have a very good friend. 
You've got a good friend. That's immediately now, that's a lovely situation to be in. Isn't it? I can't um, even imagine it. I'm surrounded by idiots. So and, you've got um, this good friend. Yes, and I happen to be in love with him. Oh no, what oh. a dilemma. This could be a sitcom. Falling in love, just so. She's falling um, in love with a good friend. friend. Oh, she's actually going out with someone and he's been going out with them for a few years now. Oh god, we're gonna do Really awkward. Okay, so they've been with that person a couple of years, but you're actually in genuine love with them. Do yeah. they know you're in love with them? Mm -hmm. They know. Why did you tell him, Jim? Well, it's it's more of a... It's like an agreement between us. Have of you thing. slept with this man? No, 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 no. It's an agreement? What is this agreement? This well, sounds like the Treaty of Versailles, which led to the Second World War because of its unfair terms. Okay, agreement is not the right word. But what have you got? said to me... Like that he's attracted to me, and uh, you know we tell each other that we love each other. They tell each other in a platonic way. This is a terrible. Well, he thinks it's a platonic way, but I'm really like, but I do love. How him. old are you, Jen? I'm 23. Right. How old's this mystery man? 23. 93. 23. 23. Everyone's 23. Everyone in this story is 23. How old's his actual girlfriend? Thirty-three. Oh, uh -oh. I knew there was an she's on the way out. Thirty-three. The age that Jesus was when he died. Look what happened to him. Ended very badly. So well, we ended very well in some ways. Oh yeah, Christianity. That was a brilliant idea by, oh, by good old Jesus. Ended very badly. <laughs> yeah. Also, there were some negative side effects to that for the old planet. But nonetheless, let's not attack Christianity <laughs> when it's just a simple problem about a girl having an affair. Now, are you on the precipice, Jen, of snogging this fella? Let's mm. call him Morris. What contacts have been had? None. None. No sexy none contacts. That. He would never ever cheat on his girlfriend, and I would never ever want him to. Where do you live? Uh, in Scotland. Oh yeah, Inverness, we've already said that. Oh, oh right, well, You live yeah. right in the middle of Inverness. Well, don't grass her up. <laughs> oh no! Alright! <laughs> oh, oh. She lives somewhere! It could be Inverness! <laughs> no, but there's another Inverness. It might not be. There's one in Kent. There's loads of Inverness. Shubriness, Inverness, <laughs> all the same sort of thing, and it. Let's not judge each other for pity's sake. Alright. Oh, well, it seems you've got a sitting. Why don't you meet other men? I think you're torturing yourself and won't no, allow yeah. yourself to she fall in love. Him. What sort of relationship do you have with your dad? I have a really good relationship with my dad. There we are, then. That's Normally the problem. Works. Hold on. What would you mean, Trevor? Your analysis is way off. No, well, I, th I, I really think that ultimately you, you need to fall in love with somebody else. Could you be a no, lesbian no, and no. go out with this vegetarian girl we've exactly. got? Exactly. Could you try that? Have you ever thought of being a lesbian? No, but I am vegetarian. Well, good we start! <laughs> Hang on a minute. Good start. She's in love with this bloke. She should stay with the bloke. No, because you get a 33-year-old. So he's... He's, you know, he has he, feelings he for her as well. He's 33 year old. Have this lesbian affair, Jen. Do that though. for us. Everything comes to an end. That thing will come to an end. Just wait around. Just wait around. Wait. I've been waiting around for three years. Yeah, now. three Don't years, wait. Matt. Okay. You're wasting your time. No. Sitting around in Shubriness, a stroke in no. Vanessa, squandering the best years of her life, exactly. letting the flower of Completely. her youth wither on I the vines. Yes. I know what to do. Go up to the bloke, tell him exactly how you feel, and say, I'm in love with you, I want you to leave. He I've knows! He knows, Matt! They've talked well, about this! Well, well, go on holiday and meet another bloke. Listen, what I- listen, Jen. <laughs> How old are you again? You're 23. You're... Why are you so obsessed with age? Because I'm just seeing if it's right to advise her to be a lesbian, and I am going <laughs> to. Be a lesbian, go out to this other girl. In fact, where's a bloke for that other vegetarian? We'll find you a bloke as well. We'll find you a bloke. What sort of bloke, what's he like, this fella that you're in love with? Describe him a bit. Um, he... The things you like about him. Uh, I like, he's very, uh, polite. Right, if you're a polite person, you're listening, you are still included in the race. That's what a funny else? thing to have on the top uh, of the list. Good looking. 
He's good looking now. If you're good looking and polite, Trevor, don't look at me like you could be considered. <laughs> you're not good looking and your manners are abhorrent. <laughs> right, so if you're good looking and polite and listening, you're still in the race. Tell us some more of the qualities. Tell us some more of those um, qualities. Quite creative. He's quite what? Creative? Oh, darn, oh, darn. Trevor, I'm, I t take him outside in the corridor. He's unsettling me. He's touching himself. Jen, so he's creative, he's polite, he's good looking. If this, if this description wear? applies to you, for God's sake, the number's 0500 288 Tell us some more information, Jen. Just sense. Uh, he likes comics. He likes, what do you mean, like comics. comedians or like graphic oh, novels? Uh, like graphic novels. Right, okay, okay. Which is kind of cute. He's kind, he, he likes that about him. G is punching the air. G, you are neither polite. What is the other things? Good looking, you are, I suppose you're quite good looking. He's good looking, come off it. All right. Trevor, stop trying to have it off with everyone on earth. Oh, Always good looking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, blimey, I'm not in a pipe. Right, now listen, we're gonna find someone for you. Is there any other qualities you want to mention for this person? Um... This mystery guy that we're gonna find for you? No. Right, She's good. in love with someone, I don't know why you're doing this. Cause we- Love, love is, an is an illusion, Matt! It's what? a trick by the brain it's a mental to get illness. us to procreate. Now come on. You two nitwits. We're not nitwits. Now in a minute we're gonna have a little bit of old newsy poos, but firstly <laughs> let's make sure that we solve these problems. If you're a vegetarian, what are we looking for? A vegetarian man who don't like fox hunting. Why haven't you texted us yet? There's, there must be loads of you. Morrissey, for example. <laughs> He's on that list. Why is he not bothered? <laughs> right, then there's what do we want for this girl? Someone who's creative, polite, polite. good looking, you live maybe in Inverness? Maybe, maybe. And if you're that girlfriend and thinking, hold on, that laughs half like my boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> leave him. him. For, yeah, leave him. You're too old for him. You're too- let him go. Got, you're holding him back, can't you see? <laughs> no, I, I tell you what, um, so is there any, any other information? He likes comics. If this is a description of you, come on, you know, pick up your phone, 0500 or Texas 88291. If that's a description of you, for God's sake, make an effort. We are gonna- we've got two listeners out there having it off, at least. It Give us an update, you, Ken and Deb. I want to know what's going on. I want to know positions. I want to know the sort of things you say to each other while it's happening. Now, Jen, leave your details with uh, Claire Jones or Michael, and we'll get to the bottom of this mystery, and we'll find you someone. Do you feel confident in our ability to find you love? Jen? No. Jen! <laughs> Jen! You ruined the momentum going into the news! Jen, we've got you, like, listen, uh, Go away, because, <laughs> because the news has got to start now. Is it Andrew Simmons? <gasps> We're in for a hell of a treat now. We're going to a little show called The News. Andrew Simmons, get the words cockeyed optimism into the news, because it's cockeyed optimism that's guiding us through this show. We will find these people up. We will find a solution to all the world's problems. 88 to 91 FM, this is Radio 2 from the BBC. the news at 10 o'clock. This is Andrea Simmons. Now back to that cockeyed optimist. Here's Russell Brand. That's Killer Keller, reveal your inner self all on the mic, is I believe the phrase he uses, because all them sounds is made with his gobby wobs, such as this one. Don't criticise my beatboxing. No, My beatboxing is alright. Your beatboxing was rubbish. That was good, Go on, do a bit more. Not all of those sounds are made with his mouth, though. They are. Some of them must have been made All on the mic. Or at least his armpit, sure. Trevor, I don't know Trevor. how you live your life. <laughs> Although, Trevor's just got some... What is this? It's a social experiment. It's trying experiment. to make the world a better place, a it's friendlier place. Give, us an, get, give us an outline of your social experiment, what I'm Trevor. trying to do is I'm trying to make people more friendly, more open. I think. And how are you doing this? By, by encouraging them to speak to strangers and, and to say hello. That? 
by giving them an opportunity and in to make and what is this in business cards with business you cards have you a lovely down. smile i like your shoes you look interesting which you tick put your number on it in fact they all just takes you to trevor's, trevor's website no it doesn't go to my no, world ends up <laughs> sexually <laughs> vulnerable no. to trevor locke's desires no, don't. trevor don't how dish dare you though. how, how dare, dare you but i'll tell you how dare trev you've just given me one you've tried to rope me you try to snare me just got one here that says you have a lovely smile i like your shoes you look interested then other and in this place space where it says other the word tits is written <laughs> Trevor. the, Matt the sexist word matt morgan don't did point that. at that young man matt morgan do not point at me well, that lad that. is learning how to kill with his bare hands <laughs> other than that he's a thoroughly decent human being trevor i don't know how you live for yourself dishing out these cards but however if you want to look at trev's website why don't you what's the what's the web address it's trevsaid.com and it's not my website it's for everybody that's not what it says on it Trev said to say hello dot com or Trev. Trev with, with websites, you have to get it right. You have There's to so do many of them; they all go to the same place. What have you done more of these? It's stuck. <laughs> what are you What's up to? You? Look, people help me out. It started off with people Trev said. People help me out. Are they social workers? Those people. <laughs> are they people that visit you? Is no. it Meals on Wheels? No, it's a man called John Bing, and he's got his own company, and he puts the website up. Well, listen, this he John designed Bing. a fire for me once. Yeah, he's lovely, man. He designed a fire for you. Yeah. A flyer, not a fire. Yeah, a fireplace, a clock over the top. Men perverts. <laughs> right now, listen. Stop the madness at once. I'm it's very worried madness. about all of you. Yeah, we've got to um, promote Malcolm Hardy Memorial Gig at the Hackney Empire. When's that? Tomorrow. Well done. Well, is it definitely tomorrow, Matt? Probably. It probably no, is. No, it is, I think. Malcolm Hardy, a, a very fine stand-up comedian, some say the pioneer of alternative a comedy. A legend. in many respects. Yeah. Matt, you met him, didn't you? You spent some I time with him? Yeah, slept over his house once. Did he was mad. Yeah. He was lovely, wasn't he? But he was completely mad. He was mad. He's friends with Vic Reeves and Jonathan Ross and Jules Holland. And that. Some say he stewarded them to success, some of those people. There's a memorial at Hackney Empire. Go to it if you wanna because it'll be good go to it that is an endorsement and what i could only describe as a plug go to that thing is it, it might be raising money for a good cause i think probably we should get the facts we but, well when you it know is. that's a we're a little bit more postmodern, a bit post-structuralist in the way we do it our could plugs. be tomorrow could be tomorrow it's, it's probably for charity it's probably for charity it's definitely for malcolm hardy go to it please Russ says Steve, let me get this right. Polite, good looking, creative, loves comics. Hello. These are character traits that youth of today are considering as quality love aspects. Where's the passion and trifle? Steve, yeah. all I want to know, son, right, and I'm aggressive about this, <laughs> is have you got those qualities? If you have, get on the blower because we need a vegetarian and we need, what's the other one? It's, Someone who's these things. It's weird to say polite first. I know. Very odd, isn't I it? Know. I just, Why does so she want odd. someone polite? I, I think not she's aggressive. No, because she's aggressive. So she, she was, likes to be reined no, in. she wasn't. She was... She was quite sweet and polite herself. That's her radio thing. voice though, Russ. She needs to go to someone like Nick Cotton. Saying, <laughs> All right, darling. Hello, Ma. I'm back, Ma. Ooh, ooh, ah, ooh, ooh. That's the Killer thing Killer done by Killer Geller. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, hello, boys, says Lisa. I hurt my back today while bending down to get some underwear, you curve. Oh. It wasn't even mine. I was stealing it from an elderly man. No, it wasn't. It was from a low shelf. And now I can hardly move with the pain. What do you recommend I do to relieve the pain, since I are regular visitors to the osteopath? Go no, osteopath, Lisa. Lay on the floor. Deep Lay on the floor? Just don't try and reduce people to that method. Lay on the floor, honestly. All right, lay on the floor. Now, if people, men, Men of England, I am trying to navigate you to what I can only describe as sexual opportunity. Why are you ignoring us? If you're a man, don't even if you don't, even if you're not polite and don't collect comic books, just ring up, pretend you do. Once you've met her, no, 
No, what? no. Trevor. What do you mean, no? That is you not. You just hand out business cards to strangers with the word knockers written on No, I on don't. It. That's what Matthew Morgan did. Mine says, nice shoes, like your smile, you look interesting. I'm trying to be friendly. He was defacing it's it with- pointing at everyone if you're trying to be friendly. Yeah, yeah. Trevor. Sitting over there. I'm All pompous and full of yourself, I'm like Richard pompous. Nixon. I'm just saying, don't get people who have got only one thing on their minds to pretend to be polite to that young lady up in Scotland. No, not one thing on mine, but I mean, the biological sexual imperative is gonna be a motivating factor in all human it's relationships. It started off as us offering people help. It did, now didn't it's just it, a weird dating club. Exactly. Right. If you've got a problem that's right, they'll done. Well, actually, now you say that there's someone online who's got a problem that's nothing to do with dating. Her name's Delka, I think. She's from Canada. Delka? Is that how I pronounce your name? Well, it is how uh, I pronounce your name. Am I right to do so? It's, uh, Delcia. I couldn't have been more wrong, could I? Delcia, <laughs> dear. Delcia, you're calling us from Canada. I'm assuming your problem is a severe one. It is, I think it is. What is this I'm, problem? Um, I'm from a little town called Little Britain. Right. And, uh, of course you know of the show Little Britain. Yeah, we do. Um, we watch it on yeah. our tellies. <laughs> exactly, and you're our friend David, so... Yes, he's a very, very lovely man. And Matt is <laughs> also. They're both very gifted, lovely fellas. Now, what the hell could be your problem with these delightful and talented men? I don't have a problem with them so much. Why are you criticising them then? <laughs> and saying that Matt Lucas's civil partnership was a farce and should be banned. Why are you saying these things and that David Walliams is also gay? Why are these outlandish statements being made? It has nothing to do with that. It has everything to do with the fact that whenever people find out where I'm from, they um. assume that where I'm from, the people are exactly like the people on the show. Right, now that's going to be annoying, isn't it? That it's is a annoying. little bit annoying, yes. Right, well, we'll try, well, just tell them that, that they, well, right, they go up to you go, oh, hello, I'm from Little Britain, and then what happens? Go, I don't recognise you, which sketch you in. Yeah, I see. Right, yeah. hold on, let's do a role play. I'll be playing the part of an ignorant tourist, uh, talking to you. Okay. All right, love! I've started. All right, love! <laughs> How are you? Yeah, fine. Are you a vegetarian? <laughs> Stop no, it. I'm not. Um, where'd you live? <laughs> where'd you live? I live in Little Britain. Ah, do you? Are you the only guy in the village? Are you a lady? Um, you know, oh, I want a pirate board game. Um, yeah, Doctor Who, the TARDIS, Kaya, Karate, but all in the best possible taste. Is that what your life's like? Oh, of course. Not right. really, though. Right, I I'd... mean, sure, there's lots of rednecks and crazy people in my town, but... I can't say that we're anything like that. <laughs> I think that your town sounds every bit as interesting as Little Britain. And perhaps you should just, uh, you know, I mean, these people that are mistaking you for, uh, like, a member of the Little Britain cast, how often is it happening? How often is it happening? How well, often, Delcia? Uh, is this a perpetual problem? It is. Um, because a lot of people, they play it on Showcase, which is a really popular television station over here. And so everyone watches it when they're drinking I've got an for the idea. night. So well, what you want to do, right, is whenever anyone says to you, oh, Little Britain, and then make some allusion to the successful English comedy show, brilliantly performed and written by the two aforementioned men, say to them, go, yeah, I am. Also, I am a fervent believer in white supremacy, right? And then they yeah. will think... White supremacy, that's an interesting topic, they'll think. This woman's a crazed racist. <laughs> then they'll be so interested in talking to you about your crazed racist views that Little Britain will be, no longer will be a problem. Or, you know, just say outlandish things. Matt, that's good advice, isn't it? No. 
really know if that would work out for me. Uh, change the name of the town. Get a petition together and change the name of the town. Royston Vasey. Change the name of the town. I don't know if I really want to be bad. Mm, I was yeah, figuring maybe I could start speaking to them in a British accent. Maybe see if that shut them up. No, I'll encourage them. Have a go. Try now. Do a British accent. I'm not very good at it. I don't even. No, that's not the proper word to use. Like, go on. Try. Say the sentence. I am a woman, and I am English, and proud of my Englishness and my button-down sexuality. <laughs> and my what sexuality? Button-down. Button-down. Yeah. Go on, say that sentence in all English. I am a woman and I am British. That's the best I got. That's there. good. That's rubbish. No, it's all right. Listen, I think you're such a brilliant impressionist and obvious white supremacist that your problems <laughs> will soon dovetail into a glorious solution. Trevor, you look confused. Well, I'm just saying that the Canadian accent sometimes sounds a little bit like the West Country accent, so you just need to get the burr of some of your for. <laughs> <laughs> your problem, Dulcia, is. In my view, we'll work on it, but I, I think the white supremacy is an, an obvious answer Stop for you. Stop saying that. Don't do that. <laughs> Don't do that. I think you had enough oh. trouble of that recently. <laughs> Just grab them by the ears, Dulcia. Grab them by the ears and pull them towards them and then kiss them on the nose. There, do that, Dulcia. Dulcia, we've got to move on. That is your problem. Pull people right towards you. Give she them one of Trevor's cards. Say help. All right, thanks. No, go help, go help, go help, go help. Help. Well done, thank you very bye much. Bye. We've got to make people do that earlier in the item. Okay, well, right, well, I don't, I think we were, I You're not helping problem. anyone today. Yeah, but it's baffling them. Proper problem. You're baffling people. How? What, but was just saying, pretend to be racist, because that's a much worse <laughs> problem. Not a real problem though, Russ, was it? No, it wasn't really. Oh, really? The town's name. No. I mean, I didn't want to say to her, but you know, the, the, that, if that's that woman's worst problem, oh. do charity work or something. Exactly. Yeah. Do yeah, you think man David have been to that town? No, I don't reckon that. I don't know. Maybe. Perhaps there's been I'm a sure documentary been for it. Next to oh, sign. Little Britain. Yeah, of course it will have happened. Good evening, Russell, Matt, and Trevor. Says Anya. It's still cold and horrible outside. I want to warm your hearts with love. I'm sat here in a fleece, surrounded by pillows. I'm suspicious of how you got that trifle in your underwear. Why is everyone so suspicious about this obvious problem? Because once you told us you had sex with a hoover. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I suppose things like that will prejudice the way I'm viewed. This isn't a Pearl Jam, even flow, and then we'll, for God's sake, I want to find them young girls, partners. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you said that sentence with that ending. Yeah. Oh, um, <laughs> but yeah, right, come on. For God's sake, let's help each other. Even flow, Pearl Jam, listen to Russell Brand on BBC Radio 2. That Malcolm Hardy thing we were on about is 28th of the 1st, 2007. That's tomorrow. It's at 7 o'clock. Contact Hackney Empire Box Office. It's got good people on Vic Reeves, Harry, Harry Hill, Kevin Eldon, Johnny Vegas. Oh, brilliant. Be brilliant. Go to that and then sort of things from uh, Malcolm's funeral service, clips from that, it'd be really good. So yeah, go to that. And I don't know if money goes anywhere, it don't really matter, does it? Oh no, yeah. no, it's good to give money to charity, but go anyway. So yeah, there's that. Now, what's them other things we've got to be worried about? Trevor, are you worried about something? I'm worried about the way you've defaced my scheme to make the world a friendlier place. Oh yeah, sorry about that. I'm yeah. sure your intentions are good. Yeah, so, so what do we uh, do, Trevor? We give it. these to girls? Not to girls, to boys, <laughs> to anyone that you wouldn't normally be feel comfortable saying hello to. You'll just freak them out because it looks no, corporate. 
doesn't look, look cool. corporate. It looks like a, a marketing ploy. I remember Trevor saying a little while ago he was planning something like this. Oh, let's, uh, yeah, let's start giving out things. Oh, Trev says hello. It'll make people more friendly. Don't you think, Trev, living in a city such as London, if you thrust that into someone's palm, it's going to be treated as an act of terrorism? Don't thrust it. Don't thrust it. Sometimes, Rust, uh, sometimes when people are on the tube, yeah. their eyes glance across the carriage, smiles, yeah. but it's noisy in that carriage, right. it's crowded, you mm -hmm. can't really do anything, but you can give a card that says you've got nice shoes. Trevor, this is egotistical. It says Trevor on there five times on a business <laughs> That's card. John Bing did that. I didn't Don't blame do. John five Bing. Five times. Five times on a business card, but if Mao Tung had made that <laughs> business card, he wouldn't have mentioned his own name that many times. <laughs> you are an egotistical man, Trevor the Cockety Lockety. Now, this program is about solving other people's problems, not Trevor Locke's problems. Earlier, we spoke to Jen. She was from Inverness. She's in love with a f someone else. She's fallen in love with someone she shouldn't have fallen in love with, someone else's guy. There's two subtitles for you, right there. So, uh, what we've got to do is find a bloke that's appropriate for her. She wants someone who's creative. She said she wants someone who's polite. Polite is the most important thing. Mm -hmm. What are the other things she said? Likes comics. And... What are the other factors? I think she said good looking. You've got to be good looking, this fella. We've got Dan on the line. Dan, hello, mate. All right, Russell, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm in a good, good mood, but, like, you know, we, you've got to be aware, Dan, that we're here to help this young lady, and we're going to be giving you quite a grilling, sunshine. Oh, that's fair enough. I'm used to having quite a grilling. Right, okay, already you sound like a pervert. <laughs> now, <laughs> Dan, would you describe yourself as a polite fella? Um, yeah, I'm polite. Right, let's do some social tests. Yeah, I'm polite. That, in, in my <laughs> mind, that was an impolite response. Definitely, to that yeah. Yes, no, I that's am. just my accent. That's just your accent. Where are you from? Uh, Ripon in Yorkshire. Ripon in Yorkshire, we can't judge him for that. It's too far away for a start. No, come on, Matt. Let's sorry, try and sorry. find these young people some bloody love, shall we? Now, let's see if he's polite. Let's think of a test to see if he's a polite person or not. I've now, got a question for him. Go on, Trev. Is it about being polite? No, it's about him saying that he's used to getting a grilling. What? What is that about? Ask him, Rusk, ask him. <laughs> Oi, you, young man, why are you used to getting a grilling? Uh, it's just part of being from Yorkshire. People don't grill people from Yorkshire, young man. It means something different up there. Okay. <laughs> now listen, uh, let's see if you are polite. Now you're at a banquet or something. Now, there's knives and forks on the table. Little ones, bigger ones than that. <laughs> What's what, the rule? What is there is a rule. Now what are you gonna do, young Dan, if that's your real name, which I doubt, which ones of them bits of cutlery are you gonna pick up first and place neatly by your genitals? <laughs> No, come on. Uh, you wait from the outside in. Yeah. Good Correct oh! answer, you polite little git. Now, is there any, let's do some more inquiries. Right, so he proved he's a bit polite. A bit polite. Are there any more polite things we can inquiz him about, uh, Matthew? Do you know um, anything about etiquette? Not really. <laughs> etiquette? No, it's obvious from your conduct, farting your way through life. <laughs> Me? Trevor, do you know can anything I just, about... Can I just correct him slightly yeah. about eating from the outside in? It made it sound like that you eat from the outside of the plate inwards. He's, we knew no, what he meant. You, you take from the outside. Oh, well done. I just thought you were going to be picking at the plate around the outside and <laughs> gradually working your way in this spiral. Solitaire, stop wasting Dan's time. He's about to fall in love. Okay, right. when you meet oh, a person, which, key, which cheek do you kiss them on first? Dude, that's not a rule. Um, There's no rule to that. Neither are. Right. Well done. It's a, a trick, trick question. question. Trick Don't question. kiss them. You merely shake their hand. Shake their hand Even politely. if it's your own mother. <laughs> or perhaps, perhaps maybe just cut <laughs> one of their bottoms, <laughs> cuddle them in tightly, grind yourself against You're them. Obsessed with what? Being rude tonight. Oh yeah, I am actually. I don't know what that is. It might be my libido kicking in, bloody thing. Right now, Dan, okay, right. so we've proved, I think, that you're polite. Now let's see if he's creative. 
Say you looked out your window and you see a sunset or something like that. Write an effing poem about that sunset right this minute. We want a poem about a sunset that now. evokes the idea of eternity, infinity, and beauty in the way that beauty unites us all. Now hit. Oh, us you're not allowed lyrics. to say sunset. No, that would okay. You could hit him. No, no don't. Okay. Oh, beautiful light playing upon the hills. How your light shines upon my life so Ooh. nicely. I have exposed oh, nice my breath. <laughs> That's you a polite so verb. It's a polite I exposed poem. my own knockers there. Ah, oh, hello, son. Be meaning to tell you. <laughs> that, your beautiful, lovely little poet, our resident poet, Mr. G, one of the best poets in England. Has just vomited. Has <laughs> 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 just denounced poetry as a medium. No, <laughs> he hasn't. He applauded very politely and beamed like a proud father looking at a lovely little son doing a nice poem. <laughs> I, must, for my part, exposed my beautiful, tender, lactate. Breasts. Why did you pull your t-shirt down? Because I was, I was turned on, Matt, by the poem. Because I tell that's you, that's a horrible thought. That, that's a bit impolite. It's a horrible sight. <laughs> it's not a horrible sight. L it's listen, not very polite. Getting your man boobs out. Listen, I'm under no <laughs> obligation to be polite. It's I'm not trying to seduce this remote woman. You should be polite. You're on the radio too. Nonsense, hogwash. The good old BBC. Listen, he's been a bit aggressive. He, he's it's... got the polite award. He thinks he doesn't have to be polite. Yeah, yeah, listen, exactly, mate, that's yeah. not done. It's not like my GQ award for stylish, which means I can now dress how I like and for it's stylish. stylish. I've got an award for stylish. Yeah, <laughs> I've got a monumental piece. That's for stylish. This other one's <laughs> for doing some comicals. See you <laughs> this one's for Shaggy in a month. <laughs> okay, now listen. What were the other criterion? What were the other criterion? Creative? Comics. He's got to like comics. Do you like comics? Uh, yeah. Okay, test him, test him. Right. Have you read about Hulk? What? He gets angry. <laughs> what then happened? <laughs> what colour does he go? What colour does Hulk go when he's angry? Green. No, black no, and white. Black. The originals are all black and white. All black and white, and there was a short period where he went to a casino or something. <laughs> now, listen, uh, alright, now let's ask him another. Oh, no, what year was Judge Dredd born? Uh, 2024. Yes, that is the correct answer. No. Why was Scrappy-Doo drafted into the cartoon <laughs> Scooby-Doo when we all hated him and thought him to be a fiendish said little character? Well, I that was a cartoon, it wasn't a comic. Good Brilliant. boy! Well, trick well done! Good lad! What, Matt, what are you saying about Scrappy-Doo? You don't like Scrappy-Doo, I thought Hate he was good. Him. But I he was clever. He was no, really he's annoying. He ruined the Scooby good comic. Scooby-Doo's annoying, he was a coward. <laughs> Scooby was... Scooby-Doo! That was his comic floor! Yeah! He was a coward, he had to investigate ghosts. It'll be a scream. Exactly. Him and Shaggy, they got on fine. Yeah. And why could Scooby-Doo only go... And then Scrappy could talk properly, Again. like a little New Yorker. <laughs> I think they said Scooby Snakes. Let me at him, Uncle Scoob. That's not bad. <laughs> Listen, Scooby Uncle Scoob. Shut that. Can't handle himself Stop anymore. it. Be quiet, Ben. <laughs> ben, silence. We're we're on a comedy riff. You're, at the moment, you've served your purpose. We're, we've we've reached the jump off point, and we are on our way. Now listen. That's no, so all broken now. We've ruined that lovely bit of comedy, Dan. I what was the other criteria? Good looking. Are oh, you good looking? Dan, what do you look like? Um, I'm about six foot. Just uh, avoiding the question. And jolly. And voiding the question. Jolly. Okay, now listen, let's not judge everyone on their looks, because that's bad. Now then, we've got... We, let's... Do we think he's good enough to be in with a chance with Jen? Yes. Let's, yeah. Yes. He's thinking on his feet. He's thinking yeah. on his he's feet. He's charismatic, I think, He's right? charismatic. He's yeah. like an... He could be the new David Koresh, this lad. <laughs> he's a brilliant, <laughs> bonkers cult leader. David Koo. David Koresh, he was the Waco siege. Let's get behind you, Dan. Now then, Dan, uh, right. How old are you, Dan? Pardon? How old are you? Nineteen. Very young. <laughs> you sexy oh. little Just 23. Sod. Yeah, I know, but he's young. And he's young. 
Right, <laughs> Dan, right, we're going to make this happen. Right, we've got Jen on the line. Jen, are you there, dear? Hi. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. Good, good, you sound fine. Now, you sound like you've got a little bit of a twinkle in your voice, not like before when you were trapped in that love triangle thing that was going to destroy us all. You sound now that you can see a vision of a happy future. What about that poem that Dan done? Good, won it. Mm. What do you mean, um? <laughs> what do you mean, um, in a judgmental way, you cynical, spiteful... I thought for... Improvising, very good. It was very good. good, it was improvised poem, and he's held his own against us three. We've been, like, giving him a little dig, he's held himself together. I think he's a nice lad, isn't he? He's a little bit too young and a little bit rude. <gasps> Shit! Oh, he's been rude! Dan, you blew it on the rudeness! Politeness oh, was top. Oh, oh, politeness, Dan! Why do you see it? Dan, Dan, you've been a good contributor, but now you have to go! That's Dan, oh, goodbye, Dan, we dear. love you. Jen, you're being a bit fussy, love. <gasps> Jen, you're being fussy. You're falling in love with someone who's going out with another bird. And here we get down on the line, a lovely guy, a good spunky fella. I have to be perfect, Russell. You are striving after perfection. You're going, you're in love with someone who's having it off with someone else oh, even I as we speak. You have to be as good or better than As good as better. Oh, okay, yeah. well, well, the quest must continue. Don't ever settle for it. Let me yeah. tell you this, Jen. He will never be as good because what you have is a dream. It's a fantasy. It is not real. Oh, it's the unobtainable. Of course. <laughs> Everyone's rude. Everyone's rude. You're a politeness Nazi, you are. I can't imagine what kind of utopia this will be, Jen, if we take your view seriously. Jen, we're gonna find- we're gonna tr- gonna try and meet your ridiculously high standards. We'll find someone else. We'll get another bloke on the phone. In fact, is there one there now? Bloke on phone. Right, Jen, you stay quiet for a bit. No more Jen for a bit. Bloke, hello? Bloke! If you're a man and you're- and you can hear me speaking and you've got a phone clamped to the side of your head, speak now. Uh, go ahead, I'm speaking. <laughs> Good lad, well done. So he was polite there, and Very he had a nervous polite. laugh at the end of his talking. I like it. What's your name, Sunshine? Uh, Drew. Drew the human man. Drew, firstly, uh, are you polite? Very. Right. Okay, let's do some politeness tests. Let's think of a politeness test. Bit of the old etiquette. Right, say you was at, I don't know, a... Rave. Rave. You're in a okay. rave. <laughs> now someone, perhaps it's an, your auntie, does a blow-off. Now how are you going to navigate your way around this difficult situation without embarrassing your auntie or your fellow ravers? Go on, Drew, tell us. I'm I'm gonna dance my way off the dance floor and escort her out the back door. Ooh. Now that's not a euphemism, is it, Dave? <laughs> no. <laughs> because remember, this woman is your auntie. It's not that a euphemism. That's true. Brilliant. It's not a euphemism. He meant that literally. Excellent, that's excellent answer. That's not really a good thing to do, though. Surely. No, it's not. The right thing to do is say, more tea, Vicar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I do declare. I must have done that blow off myself or something. Because it can't have been you, auntie. <laughs> there creaky, I go again. You've got to say the creaky floorboards at this rave or something. This rave's got ever such creaky floorboards <laughs> that stink to heaven. <laughs> it certainly it can't be my auntie. You can hear the floorboards creaking. Now, that's a very good- Cheeky! Impolite point you've made, Drew. Come on, Trevor, you're <laughs> All right, polite. so- Think of a politeness You're day. sitting down at a formal dinner with your friends. And which, a pregnant woman comes Stop in. it. Which side do you She's deliver crying. the food from and which side you do you take away the dirty plates from? You deliver it from the left and take it from the right, I think. Is that right? Oh, he's got it the right way round! Yes! Brilliant! Is Drew, that, you is that a real thing? Boy. That's a real thing, yeah. That's you serve to the, on the left thing. and you, you take it away from the right. And there's a pregnant woman. Yes. And how would you offer your seat to her? I would say, I'm her? very sorry, but I'm not bringing him up. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, it was a lovely evening. You, let's be honest, you won't be on a bus for a while. <laughs> no, no, Christ. The, the Couple years. So horribly <laughs> <laughs> now, okay, you're on a bus, this pregnant woman's got a map, go on, then what happens? And how, how would you say to her, 
you know. Yeah, all right, I'll be the pregnant say? mum. I'll be the pregnant mum. Oh, you hopping up and down drama, boy. Hold on, I've done a school. Hello! I'm, I'm a bit lost here. I'm on a bus. Yeah, you're on a bus. Woman. You're preg oh, pregnant woman. woman. Russell is the pregnant woman. Oh, yeah. Offer her your right, seat. Right, but we've got to do a plot where, oh, I'm so pregnant and the dad's not around the bastard. <laughs> I wish I could get a seat on this bus. I'd say, excuse me, would you like to sit here? Oh. I'd stand up, courteously. That's Ooh. rubbish. You've no. got to say, excuse me, madam, may I offer you my seat? Oh, no, he's done it nice, Matthew. No, why don't you go out of gin? <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> no, you are not going out of that young lady. The criteria was polite, so good-looking and creative. Might as well send her a yeah. Charles Manson. Right, okay, so, Drew, you're, I think you're doing really well, Drew. Now, what is right. the other challenge? Creative, he's got to be creative. Right, now. Drew, you've got to be creative. Now, let's think of a... I thought of a good test creative, that sunset poem. Matt, you're right. a creative person. <laughs> um, <laughs> think of a creative test for him. Not uh, just silently on the radio, Trev. You've been okay. Okay, okay, so uh, you've gone, you've going out with a girl. You've forgotten her name. How would you find out her name without asking her her name? Yeah, I'd say what we you know. Uh, what made your parents choose that particular name? Interesting. <laughs> you know that name you've got coming out of your mouth when you say your own name? Well, what made your parents call you this and the name in question? <laughs> How are you going to get around it? No, I think he could, he could, he you could. You could ask them who they're named after. Who are you What's named that? after? No one. Oh, uh, right. I'm yeah, named after name, my granny. Yeah, her name's Jenny. She could... Jen, she could tell him, well, my auntie was called Jen. And, and look, he's remembering Jen. You lovely boy, he's you're remembering Jen's name good, even now. Good. He wouldn't even forget the oh, name. Just what we've got with Drew, he's we've got smooth, a genuine though. lover. He's, he's the new Byron, he's Don Juan, but more loyal and more faithful than that. Now, come on, Drew, there's one final test and we'll invent it now. Good looking. Are you good looking? That's not a good test, that's just genetics. Oh, we'll invent a test. Yeah, let's invent a new test for, to see if he can pass would that, it. Would that be modest? Yes, true. I'd, I'd like to think so. Oh, you lovely, lovely You'd boy. You'd like to think so. You'd like to think that you're quite good looking. And how old are you, dear? I'm 23. The oh, perfect age! Oh. There's another 23 Almost too perfect. He's not lying, don't you undermine this. Don't you I'm ruin not, this for I'm, me, I'm Matthew. I'm not lying, I can show you my driving license or something. He <laughs> can drive? Oh, I look forward He's to that. This beautiful <laughs> driving 23-year-old <laughs> polite boy. Have you got Jeez. a car? I do have a car, yeah. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> what a dream, folks! Okay, <laughs> I've got a test. Which is the odd one out? The Daily Telegraph, The Independent, Jackie. Jackie's a person! Was Jackie not a, a, an 80s kind of. Girls' magazine? Sort of annual. Comic? What was that? It was a comic! It was a comic, yes! You've got to be an expert on comics. Now, do you like Batman? He's, um, he's okay. No, you idiot. <laughs> not him personally. Yeah, I wouldn't say he's my favourite, but yeah. I Who's your favourite of the many comic characters of that you adore, Drew? Who would you say <laughs> is the zenith of these comic characters? Let's, uh, Spider-Man. Good lad, right, okay, he likes comics, that's one of the more obscure ones if you don't count that hundreds and hundreds of million dollar movie and the campaign that surrounded it. Jen, get back on the phone, what was Jen. That? You haven't, you haven't asked me where I live yet. Where do you live, you git? Inverness. Inverness! Oh. USA! Oh, four more years! Four <laughs> more years! Four more years! This lad is perfect. If ever we encountered a perfect lad for Jen, it's this one. Drew, you be quiet for a bit now. Now we're okay. going to talk to Jen. In fact, fade him down because there's a lot of racket coming out of him. <laughs> Jen! Yes. You've heard what went on there, yes. young lady. I have a question, though. You've got- listen- What, no, for Drew? Listen, you, I sensed optimism in your voice for a split second, yeah. and already I sense that this question is gonna be a pessimistic one. Now, what is it? Where did he go to school? Yes, this is good, because it yes. can test his age, mm. and also if he's really from Inverness. Because mm. if he goes Inverness High, 
<laughs> no, no, I know. There's a dodgy school though in Inverness, Nick. If it comes from there, you don't want anything to do with him. Exactly. Trevor, yeah. any information you have on Inverness schools says more about you than it does him. Well, now, Jen, am I wrong? Look, Jen, you stay oh, yeah. there. We're going back to Drew. Jen, fake Jen down. Drew? Yes. When did you go to school and where? Now, I went to school in Golfsby High School, oh. which is about 60 miles north of Inverness, but I moved to Inverness when I was 18. You moved there when he's 18? Give the guy a chance. Watch his, you know, they don't have to be from the same street, for heaven's sake. They can get on. This is, we're not medieval times. Right, good. What was the name of that school? She'd have heard it anyway. Drew, let's fade Drew back down. Let's go back to Jen. Jen, come on. He's clearly not lying. Why won't you let yourself love, woman? What's wrong with you? No, let yourself I love. I think he's saying fabulous. Oh, oh, hey! oh, we found love, actual love. Right, it's only quarter to ten. Quarter to ten. Eleven. No, it's quarter to eleven. They could meet tonight. You've got seven minutes. Get together. Well, there's, there's a problem. Oh, you oh, cynical God. bitch! What is it? <laughs> <laughs> An overbearing um, aunt. I don't actually live in Inverness anymore. Where are you? I'm in Edinburgh. Get to Inverness. Oh, it's not that far. That's not far, is it? It's all part of lovely. He's got a car. He's got a car. Oh, yes, he does. Right, you two meet up tonight. Now, what I want you to do now, Jen, is get very drunk. <laughs> now, can you see some gin anywhere in the room? Drink that gin down. Drink it, Jen. Jen. Yes. Drink gin. Okay. Now, we're, we're gonna we're gonna get you together with this. Like, let's go back to Drew. 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 Yes, I've got I've got a big problem as well. Oh no! Oh, God. I'm, this? I'm currently on the M6, just come out to Junction 26. All right, don't give too much information. <laughs> someone might pop cap in you. Well, where what are you doing? Where are you going? I'm going to Wellington for the week. <laughs> what? For the week? For the week? You made it sound like that was a sort of a festival. Why are you going there for, Drew? What's uh, what? my sister lives in Newtonley Willows, and she's moving house, so I'm helping her move house. Oh, he's a lovely guy. A lovely, lovely guy. boyfriend, isn't he? Lovely. I love this boy. I tell you what, Jen, if you don't take him, I bloody well will. <laughs> right, why don't you two say hello to each other on air? Right, they're both here now. Jen, uh, no, Drew, you're the man. You're the man, and we're sexist old-fashioned types. Say hello, Drew, to Jen. Hello, Jen. Answer him! <laughs> Hello, Drew. <laughs> how, how, where did you come up with the name Jen? Who were you named after? <laughs> uh, see, he's funny. Can't you not feel the chemistry between these two? It's like Burton and Taylor. It's electric. The atmosphere. Swoon. Oh, shall I get a hat chuck? Etc. Etc. Now, you two meet each other. Uh, both of you get off right. You know, this, should we give just, a bit more chance? Just do off? a little kiss on air now. Do a kiss noise. Blow a kiss across Scotland. Go on. Who, me? Both of you. Yeah, Drew, you blow the first kiss, then, and then you she blow has the to other receive one. It. Oh, actually, it's <laughs> normally better my... for the woman to go first, you know, because otherwise okay. we won't bother. Go on, Drew, do a kiss, Jen. Oh. Oh, wee! There you go. And Drew, Drew, make a noise kiss. that you've received it. Wait, then... I'll, I'll kiss my teeth. <laughs> you beautiful young couple. This is like Lady in the Tramp or something. That spaghetti yeah. bit. No, Jen! Stop it! So demanding. Very you drive people away, Jen. You drive people away. <laughs> Drew is is reaching out to you for heaven's sake. Right, I tell you what. Let's get these two off the radio before it breaks up. I think they're doing well so far. Drew, we found you, love. Jen, we found you, love. Actual love is happening. We're creating love from nothing. We're alchemists, I tell you. Matt, what should we listen to? Um, Dave Berry. Don't give me no lip, child. <laughs> Don't give me no lip! Neither of you punks! We've found them love! Keep them on the line! Get these two kids together! I want kids!
Dave Berry, don't give me no lip troll, listen to Russell Brand on Radio 2. I'm here with Matt and Trev, it's going alright, isn't it? We have, oh, that was I was just about to say we made love, but we just <laughs> <laughs> never do that. I mean, we've come close, crikey, but there's always been something vital between us. Trevor, how do you feel? Oh, I'm warmed by that. I'm warmed. really, really inspired. It's I can't inspiring. believe what's happened there. I hope something good comes out of it. Of course, it. something good will come. Oh, look, someone here, Susie, goes, Oi, Russell, Trevor is good looking. Sheesh, give him to Jen. He's good for a don't try and become between Jen and Drew. Let me tell you. Don't can't Drew. try and become between them, definitely not. Of course, although that would be a nice. Display. But you are right, I am very handsome. Thanks for that. Garfield character. Trev does seem to have a bald patch, says another person. I Trevor, have you got a bald patch? I've got my light. helmit. It's the light shining it's off just my the light. thing. He's not got a bald patch. He's he all has, right. but he doesn't know, Russell. Oh, Christ, <laughs> you poor, poor man. Hi, Russell. We're using. Your, were you using your pants as a bowl for your tri this trifle? It's really reached out and touched people. <laughs> I've oh, well, I've learned a lesson here. Always don't wear trifly pants. <laughs> Always don't. <laughs> Always don't do it. That's my advice to me. Every time someone asks for help, says Vicky in Oswistle, you always end up helping them in a sexual way. <laughs> yes, yes, good point. What do you mean? That's well. Uh, listen, the only reason we're on this planet is because of sex, <laughs> isn't it? What do you That's mean? Are we got here, or why we're what women are doing? Yeah, both to? really. No, one really. All right, well, one. We got here because of sex. That's not what we're here to do. Well, all right, we can try and reclaim divinity and contact God That's through right. like art and beauty and That's stuff, it. but that takes and ages and, and generations. But sex is quicker. Every time someone asks for help, you always offer them sex. You are the number one radio show, uh, podcast, so that means you're encouraging most of the UK to have sex. It's gonna be a bloody erotic country by the end of the month. That said, I do love all of you, Trevor and Matt too. Thank you, Vicky. That's lovely and encouraging. Hiya, Russ. We're at a party and we'd like some ideas for party games if that ain't too much trouble. Abby, what? Mikey G, this and is Luke. a radio at a party. <laughs> Just have it off, you three. They are. Sex solves another problem. <laughs> Stop it. Hello, boys. When you were at school, did you have hot dinners or packed lunches? P.S. I'm a bit in love with Matt. Perhaps this is a problem. It really is a problem. Who's that from? It's, uh, just a, a little fella called Stephen. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Hot Russell. dinners all the time, no pack lunches. You went for dinners? Yeah. I had, uh, like, I'd get a free dinner ticket, but because I was only a child, I gave my mum to make sandwiches as well. And Aww. then got all overweight and that, <laughs> turned into a strange little fella. <laughs> Took me years to recover. Hey, Russell, says Roxy, why don't you date vegan Rian? I think you two will make a nice couple. Both from the Essex neck of the woods. Problem solved. Roxy, for you, I will go out with that vegan girl. Russell, you should go out with the vegan girl. She sounds fit, says another person. You've got to go, I can't do that. Can you imagine how I'd look? Russell Brand uses his radio show to recruit sexual partners. Can you imagine oh. how that'd play out in the tabloids, Matt? Can you imagine it? Terrible, I know. Awful can't business. Can't imagine that situation ever occurring. <laughs> ever, under any circumstances. Telly, <laughs> though, that's different. Telly's fine. That's, that's a very cheap, disposable medium. Audiences are there. <laughs> there, what are you going to do with them? <laughs> For heaven's sake. You've got to give up the Swiss ball. That's why you need the osteopath. Love you all. Ah. Mystery person. Is Matt wearing a nun's habit tonight? Looks like it on the webcam. Is that webcam not pointing at my face? Hang on. <laughs> I know they're talking about me. I think this webcam's on drugs, and it's Trevor's bald and I'm a nun. Yeah. This crazy old webcam. I what are they using these webcam? Fellas, they're not pointing at you at all. They're pointing at these That webcam is Aldous Huxley's mind. I don't think that any of the information we're receiving is any use to anybody. Right, okay, should we talk to Noel Gallagher? Is he on the- No, and we've not even said hello to him. Noel, are you there? Yes, are you? <laughs> well, in a manner, I suppose. Physically, I am. You all right, mate? I'm not bad. Have you been, what? You sound a bit down in the dumps. What's going on? Uh, no, I'm, I'm all right. I'm all right. If I was near you, I'd give you such a cuddle. I would cuddle you no, right you'll say that, but you never come through on it, do you? Oh, I will one day. I really will. Have you been listening to our radio show, Noel? Uh, I 
have, actually. It's good, isn't it? Um, Islands in the Stream. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it makes Russell are. feel happy. No. Uh, Pearl Jam? No. What Dave got... Berry? Yes. Yeah, right, Dave Berry, it's so okay, you've passed the musical yeah. judgment on Islands us. in the Stream is an appalling way to kick off anything. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lovely thing, it's sentimental. Rubbish. Oh, come on, what about you? You love your girlfriend, don't you? Sarah, romantic. Yes, of course I do. Well then, Islands in the Stream, the pair of you. That is what you are. No one in between. Come on. It surmises the thing perfectly. Now what well, about... Go on then, fair what, enough. What... what <laughs> 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 Unlike you to yield so quickly. So, Noel, uh, what do you think about, like, you know, for example, us helping Drew and Jen to find love? Uh, I'll tell you, why was, uh, why when, why is Trevor Locke obsessed mm. with, uh, when he's asking the guy about politeness, right? Yeah, yeah. Why was his questions all about food? <laughs> yeah, like, Trevor. Why? What? What fork would you use? Yeah, what, Trev. That's got nothing to do with being polite. Is the way you like, you use use your cutlery at a restaurant? I think it has. No, it hasn't. That's not polite. What that's, is that's what, what's, etiquette, isn't it? It's etiquette. Yeah, that's right. true. It's, it's, right. it's a form polite. of manners, isn't it? No, no, not manners. Not in manners. I can tell you if you. Go on then, no. What, what, what test would you have done on him then? If it was polite, I would have said, is it more polite to say, how do you do, or how's it going? If you're going to criticise my forks and knives, you would have come up with something better than that. Would I? No, that's, uh, the test that you're <laughs> proposing would have, would have allowed any lunatic through. She could very well have ended well, up no, with no, Trevor. No, 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 you just put me on the spot there, but Trevor's supposed to be a professional, isn't he? That's right. true, that's true. Now, it was, uh, yeah, but the thing is, it was two, it was two, it was two questions about food, which so I was like, what's he going on about food? Yeah, right. Only one of them was from me, very, one of them was from Russell. No, they're both from Trevor, and they come from very narrow parameters. <laughs> You're right, Noel, yeah. to point out this thing about Trevor Locke is a dangerous liability. Strange. But as, as for the two you're trying to get together, it's going nowhere. <laughs> so you think that what? You think those two aren't going to make it, Drew no. and Jen? No, well, they're both lying, aren't they? What? They're lying? Well, they initially said they're both from Inverness, and neither of them are from Inverness. You're right. Yeah. Neither of them are remotely near Inverness. We're no. just getting liars together to breed more liars for a big lie-full nation of liars. They just want to get on the radio, is what they want to do. Oh, no. Oh, don't no. expose that, Noel. Noel, that is the premise of our show. <laughs> okay, let's talk about you for a bit. What have you been doing? Been on holiday, have you? Uh, yeah, I've just spent a couple of weeks down Brownscombe Beach. Was it nice? What is Brownscombe Beach? That's is nice. that where you used to go holiday when you was a kid? <sighs> no, it's where that tanker's run aground, all that stuff's coming. Oh, yeah. He's, he's been current. Current? Hey, no, Gallagher, finger on the pulse. So, what, what do you think about all this looting? I think it's good. Do you? Yeah. Why, go on. Well, no one's robbing anybody, are they? No, no one's losing anything. Well, it's all covered by insurance, probably, There's isn't it? not even any glass windows being smashed. Nothing's happening. All that's happening is people are opening crates. That's all right. Cool is... people nicking a couple of motorbikes. Not wrong with that. It's the yeah. perfect crime. Don't belong to no one. Well, it's not a crime, is it? It's the perfect thing. There's no, no crime, crime being committed. No crime Why being committed. Law? Really? Well, because well, once it's washed up on that beach, there's some law that means you can go and have it if you like. I don't know. I was watching the news the other day and some copper was there saying we can't stop them because we haven't got, uh... We haven't got the power to. I see how you naturally, in this situation, Noel, side with the uh, anti-establishment figure of the looter as opposed to the policeman. Do you think that this is an attitude that's informed by your criminal past? Your despicable criminal past, <laughs> to elaborate, um, where you committed a series of crimes. Well, I was going to say yes until you used the word despicable. Right, okay. So, but in a, in a, in a, 
In a word, yes. Outside that pejorative adjective. But, no, but like I say, it's a, it's a victimless crime, isn't it? Yeah, that's true. It's a victimless crime. No one's getting hurt. A lot of people are getting free washing machines, motorbikes. It's a bonanza, in a way. It's yeah, like well, looting well, a few- the motorbike thing's a bit weird, cos they're actually useless, cos you can't register them, can you? Oh, really? Oh, you can't- really? So what, you could just do stunts on it? Uh, you can just ride it on, on, uh, on common ground, I think. It right. sounds like I've researched this, doesn't it? Probably it really does. Off the top of my head. You sound <laughs> like that you've come on to do an item about the looting. That's <laughs> what we're going to sound like. I, I forgot that you was ever in Oasis for a minute there. There's some bloke who knows a lot about bylaws <laughs> and common <laughs> land. <laughs> Tell us about yeah, the feudal system. There you go. No, it's a good that you've got all this information. Now, are you looking forward to these Brit Awards that I'll be hosting this year and you'll be coming along to get a Lifetime Achievement Award? Although some would say that that's all topsy-turvy and it'll be the other way around. <laughs> oh, uh, I'm, I'm, uh, yeah, I am looking forward to it. It's gonna be, it's gonna be great. I'm looking forward to you, um, dying on your ass. Why are you <laughs> saying this? I'll be uh, good at those Brit Awards. You can't, no. No. Why don't you think I'll be good? Alright, this is a practice. Two, two words. Go on. Car crash. Why? Why Car would crash. anyone say this? It's gonna be a good- Alright, watch this as a practice. Hello, welcome to the Brits, I'm Russell Brand. Oh, what a year it's been for British music. This'll be the best one since Sam Fox and that tall fella, Mick Fleetwood, done it. They are. It's like Mother's oh, Milk. I'm allowed to go up and say, what do you know about music playing Kenny Rogers? <laughs> <laughs> Get off. Oh I'll God. be taking over this from now on. Go on. Go on, fizzy water. <laughs> <laughs> That's really hostile. I mean, if you do that, it might it might be difficult for me to win back the audience. I'll well, we're, well, we're, we're, we'll actually be going up last, so. Yeah, well, I'd, I'd like to think that you'll be supportive up until that point. Of course I will. If any, if any, if any slow hand capping breaks out, inevitably, which it will, during <laughs> one of your unfunny little, I don't know, uh, I'll, I'll hold it down for a bit. Well, I wish you would. I'd like to think, though, that I'll have your support throughout that thing. There'll only be one person booing you, Russell, uh, like at the Q Awards, and that'll be me. Yeah, he did that. Did he boo you? He booed awards. me at the Q Awards. Oh, I felt yeah. nervous. No, hey, in a kind of... In a... In, in a, a nice way. In yeah. an affectionate way. Affectionate booing? Affectionate booing, that's like... The thing is, though, Matt, he kind of half-turned round, he'd done the half-turn. Well, well, I looked at you. Yeah, yeah, to yeah, see yeah what but, he see, but he didn't see it was me. He was kind of looking all mean and was like, who's that booing? I was, it unnerved me. Yeah. Someone booing as I was going onto the stage. Well, it was like, wasn't a proper boo, it's my boo, you know. It was not, it was, it was this. The, the style of No, I, no, I actually didn't, didn't, I didn't insert the letter B, it was more of a yeah. Um, so, so, yeah, but once, once you've got past the burr, you've just left with a That's just mooing. Not as much as I boo you want to see on the television. Crikey, that's horrible to think. I mean, your little scruffy little train. <laughs> I look nice in those links. Now, what else should we ask him about? What are you going to do creatively? Anything? Or I've just... actually, actually, funnily enough, I've been I've been writing tonight. Have you? Really? Uh, well, I'm trying to write. I'm trying to write a futuristic, um, dubreggy rock opera. He always says this. He you... said that before. Are you going to ever write this dubreggy rock opera? I'm writing it tonight. I'm finding it very uninspiring. Though. Do you know what? You should listen to our radio show. That'll inspire. There's love, there's thrills, there's chills, there's spills, there's astry, the camaraderie, the jokes, the wildness of it all. There's the news. Come on, what more do you want? <laughs> Why don't you, uh, give me a part in your rock opera? I'll be brilliant. 
Um, I, you're going to be busy though, aren't you? I'd have thought next year. Yeah, I'm off year. to Delicious. Yeah, oh God, there's all sorts of opportunities. This Brits is going to be a real springboard. Well, you're eventually going to have to come up with new stand-up material at some point, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> I've got loads of brilliant new jokes. You want to come and see me, do them. I'm good at jokes. I thought you told me the other night, you said it was all improvised, which usually means it's just a doubt to somebody talking nonsense. Nonsense. Actually, it's very good. Trevor, stand up for me, for heaven's sake. You know that stuff where I improvise out of newspapers? <gasps> oh, it's better than the prepared stuff. That's a criticism. <laughs> okay, right, no, so, uh, right, now we've got, this radio show's nearly over, unless you want to use it as a forum for any kind of propaganda or unusualness. Unusualness? Yeah, I don't know what kind of things you might come out with. Uh. Is there any, you know, anything you want to say? Any no, news in the nation? We always talk about during the week, don't we? Of course we do. We have a lovely chat during the week where you get uh, some of your macabre views on religion and society off your chest, <laughs> and then you can come and be quite sanitised on BBC Radio I've too. I've come to the conclusion that 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 midweek phone call is just so I don't get you banned from the radio that is, on I've, Saturday night. I thought, ring him, out, ring him up, bleed all of the filth out of him, That's and then right. we can move on. No, we've got to go, because we've got to wrap up this radio show and G's going to do a poem, and you're welcome to stay on the line if you like, but G's going to do a poem now. No, I, you're think, gonna I, think, I think I'll go and make a cup of tea. Oh, you selfish... Uh, Cynical uh, man. And bearing in mind that Noel Gallagher famously said a cup of tea is like drugs, we all know what he's actually doing, he's going to drug himself to sleep <laughs> or to write his ridiculous <laughs> opera. Noel Gallagher, thank you very much. <laughs> bye, bye, bye. bye. There he goes, old Noel Gallagher. Mr. G, welcome. Summarise that madness. <laughs> Here he is. Okay, this is called Watching. Watching from above. My mind flies high above the clouds to admire blue skies. It rises to look around and view surprises it can find. In the blinking of an eye, I aspire trifling affair, arms lost in the path of an osteopath's ice cream eclair. I stop and stare at Russell's matchmaking career. I heard Richard Maley has lately got rid of his beard. It will become clear as Trevor appears to heal the world. Dan survived his tough grilling, recited a poem that's unwritten, survived all criticism, but won everything but the girl. But love is still unfurled and drew kisses in the air, painted pictures with a flare as Matt high kicks without a care. Noel despairs that all dreams are destined to die, but if you look up high in the sky, you'll see a twinkling in my eye. Hey! Yeah. Poetry! <laughs> love one in the end! Drew and Jen are together, Noel Gallagher's drugged himself to <laughs> <laughs> sleep, right? An opera that no one will want to watch. So this has been a fantastic and tremendous show for everyone. Matt, do you feel alright? I feel happy. You do look happy thinking about it now, Trevor, yeah, you alright, yeah. dear? I've got little help perpetrations. My little ticket's going pip, pip, pip for those two. Those two. Oh, next week we'll hear how that romance went. And, and if you are young and in love, and even if you're not, just try and enjoy yourselves a bit. Give each other a cuddle. Why not take a leaf out of Trevor Locke's book and, you know, thrust notes into a stranger's <laughs> not hand. Notes, saying, I like your shoes. Give us a cuddle. Download it like off that. the website. <laughs> Come on, download it off the website. Right, okay, it's almost time for our show to end. Thank you for listening. Do, here, leave stuff on our website and leave your numbers because we need to contact you in case we go Stop. off on special holiday. Yeah, leave us problems that you might have so and leave your phone number and ways we can contact you because we need to contact you over the coming oh, weeks. Oh, and the lesbian photos. Thanks for them. Thanks for, them, Thanks yeah. for the lesbian photos. That lesbian couple. You should have brought that up earlier. That was an interesting story. Keep them lesbian photos coming, <laughs> gals. Okay, so, uh, it's been a lovely show. Thanks for a lovely way to end it. So this is, uh, uh, Andrew Simmons. What do you want Andrew Simmons to say? We can't get to say lesbian photos. We could get to say sapphic love. Suffolk love. She's got to try and get that into the weather, though. She can get that into the weather. It's all right. Um, or it's like the Isle of Sapphos. She's not going to get Sapphos into the news. Of course she can. Let's listen to the gorgeous Andrea Simmons on the news. 88 to 91 FM. This is Radio 2 from the BBC. <laughs> 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 <laughs>